0: Welcome to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. This is for all women, vagina CEOs, even men, and all people everywhere who want to better understand vaginal health. Y'all, I'm preaching the vagina gospel and sharing the truth worldwide. Hallelujah! I'm Dr. Janelle Howell, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and your go-to resource for all things vaginal health, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. I'm teaching you everything your mama didn't about your vagina. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. I cannot wait to get into the topics over here on this space. I want to thank you for coming over and following my journey on this podcast because this is a new thing. This is a new platform. If you've been following me on Instagram or on TikTok, I want to say thank you so much for allowing me to take up space for allowing me to enter into the conversations that you're having with your friends and with your spouse or with your family. You all have been there with me for the last couple of years. And I just wanna say thank you so much. If you are not already um, a part of my community on Instagram or TikTok, my name is Vagina Rehab Doctor. But I wanna be honest, I have had a really difficult time being able to freely educate without being punished. Did you know that I have to literally change the way I say vagina or clitoris because my information would get flagged? I've had posts get deleted. I've had people to report my my content because I was simply providing a diagram of the female pelvis. Nothing crazy, nothing vulgar, nothing pornographic, nothing like that. But I was getting in trouble for doing things as simple as teaching people how to breathe from their diaphragm. And I felt like the more I educated, the more I was being punished. And even though my my account has grown, thank God, I'm so thankful for the growth I feel like it it was still a little bit of a restriction. With this podcast, however, y'all, I can talk about whatever I want to talk about. I can talk freely. I can go into as much depth as I want to. We can talk about vaginal lubrication. We can talk about orgasms. We can talk about pregnancy. We can talk about menopause. We can talk about peeing your pants. And that brings me into my career. I'm a pelvic floor physical therapist. So I'm not sure if you've ever heard of a pelvic floor physical therapist, but now you have. That's what I do. One thing I do know that you probably have heard of is a physical therapist. A physical therapist is that person that you see on those movies when so-and-so gets into a car accident and then they have to learn how to walk again. It's the physical therapist on your side teaching you how to walk again. It's your physical therapist that you go to when you strain your back and you need to get stronger again so you can go back to work. It's your physical therapist that you go to when you're playing soccer and you sprain your ankle or you you tear your ACL, which is a ligament in your knee. Those are physical therapists. And that's, that's who I am first. Before I'm a pelvic floor physical therapist, I am just a physical therapist who helps you with your mobility, with your function. I want you to live a life that you can be happy with. I want you to be able to sit, stand, run, you know, play sports, so that's physical therapy. When in terms of pelvic floor physical therapy, it gets a little bit more intimate. Listen, when I have my patients in my clinic room or when I'm talking to someone about their pelvic floor goals or their pelvic health goals, I'm asking them the most intimate questions. Have you ever had someone to ask you whether your poop is hard and rocky, whether your poop is normal and formed, or whether your poop is loose and mushy? Those are some of the questions that we have to ask our patients in pelvic floor physical therapy because we're trying to get an understanding of how your pelvic floor muscles are functioning. Your pelvic floor muscles are a muscle group that sits at the base of your pelvis. They surround your anus, they surround your vagina, and they help you to not pee your pants. So if you sneeze or cough, those muscles have to be strong and flexible and they need to contract at the right time in order for you not to wet your pants, right? So if you cough, cough, and then leak, leak, you might need to see a pelvic floor physical therapist. Another thing that these muscles do is that they allow you to get things out. What did I say? They allow you to get things out, okay? Who in here needs to poop? If you haven't pooped in in a few days, it's not just fiber that your body needs. Your body needs muscles that are flexible enough to open up, get out of the way so your poop can get out. It's also about passing gas or getting a baby out. Pregnancy and postpartum really relies on the health of your pelvic floor. Your pelvic floor helps to keep the weight of the baby up. It supports the weight of that growing child, that growing fetus, that growing baby, that growing person, (laughs) right? That's the pelvic floor. And when you're giving birth, if those muscles don't get out of the way when you're trying to give birth, you could be straining for longer. You could be pushing for longer. You're going to be at a higher risk for a C-section if the pelvic floor muscles are not relaxed enough to allow the passage of the baby. So that is the pelvic floor. That is the pelvic floor. It's so intimate. It's so, so intimate. And I, But I love it though. I absolutely love it. When I was in physical therapy school, I got a really short introduction into the pelvic floor. So short. It was not an in-depth class. I was just intrigued though. I was like, "We going to do what? I'm going to help you do what?" Oh wow. So I was intrigued by it, but after I finished school, and this was back in 2015, I needed a job. Does anybody know what it's like to have student loans? I needed to start paying back those student loans, so I got a job in orthopedic physical therapy, which is essentially like the foundation of physical therapy, right? We're working with the joints, the muscles, working with your spine or working with your overall movement. And I enjoyed that. I started doing traveling physical therapy not too long after. And so that was my thing for about two years. I did traveling physical therapy. And then one day, my recruiter told me about a position in California for women's health physical therapy. She said this position would be working with people who have urinary incontinence, urinary urgency, and urinary frequency. Okay, let's get into it. Incontinence is when you are putting the key through the door and you just can't get into the house soon enough and a little pee starts trickling down, right? Urinary incontinence is when you're running and you you feel that you're wetting your pants. Urinary incontinence is when you laugh a little bit too hard and pee starts coming out. That's what the job was, was about, okay? It was also urinary urgency, that feeling that you will not make it to the bathroom in time, right? This all of a sudden feeling that you have to pee right now that's urinary urgency and then also frequency urinary frequency is when you are peeing just a little bit too much who here is always looking for a bathroom <laughs> who here has to pee every time before they leave the house right who here has to pee like every 30 minutes every 45 minutes that's urinary fre- frequency Urinary frequency on average is peeing sooner than every two to three hours. So every two to four hours is what we what we consider to be normal. And if you find yourself constantly in the bathroom um sooner than that, then you're struggling with urinary frequency. And so this position out in California was treating all three, mainly bladder dysfunction. So I I was excited. I was like, okay. I told my recruiter, put my name in, put my name in. I really would love to get this, um, to get this job. And I didn't have any experience at that point yet treating conditions of the pelvic floor. And I remember just talking myself up. I said, you know what? I love people. I love helping women. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a quick learner. And I just talked myself up. I talked myself up to the heavens. One thing about me is if I believe in something, If I believe in a project, if I believe in a mission, if I believe in an event, if I believe in a product, you're going to hear me talk about it. And that's exactly what I did. I believed in myself. So I talked myself up and I don't know how this happened, but I got the position. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be treating your inner incontinence. Oh my goodness. How am I going to treat this? (laughs) How am I going to help people not pee their pants? If they've been peeing their pants for the last 10 years. How am I going to help that girl stop peeing every 10 minutes? And when I got to this clinic, they trained me on the job. So they were showing me what to do on the job. They had me reading lots of material. And three months went by before I knew it. It was the end of my contract after those three months. And I remember being in the treatment room, telling one of my patients that I was getting ready to leave. And I wanted to give people a heads up because, you know, I had been there for three months working with people, on such intimate and private conditions. And so I was telling one of my patients that day, hey, I just wanna let you know that I'm gonna be leaving, I'm gonna be going out of town, Um, I'm only here on a travel assignment and my contract is coming to an end. And I remember this day like it was yesterday. This woman was sitting down in a chair and I remember I was across the room looking at her and she told me, she said, Janelle, I really need your help with this please, can you stay? Can you please stay? And oh my gosh, y'all, I felt drawn. I felt like prickling in my heart. I was like, wow, she really, really needs help with this. I don't remember how long she was struggling with urinary incontinence, but what most people don't know is when you struggle with pelvic floor dysfunction, whether it's sexual pain or whether you can't even have intercourse because there is some pelvic floor dysfunction, whether it's prolapse, That's when like the pelvic organs start to droop down into the vagina or even into the anus. Whether it's urinary leakage, there is usually shame involved. There is self-blame. There is secrecy. Um, It can really play with your mental health and your confidence levels. So when she looked at me and said, like, I really just, I really need you to stay and help me. I felt drawn. And so I stayed. I stayed for three more months. I renewed my contract. At the end of those six months, I renewed it again. Nine months went by. At the end of the nine months, I said, "Mm, I'm going to stay one more time. I renewed it again. Y'all, for me, this was wild. This was crazy. I'm telling you, for the prior two years, every three months, I would leave and go travel. Say my goodbyes, chuck the deuces, I'm out the door on a plane. And I loved living that lifestyle. I literally had no home, but helping women and people who overcome pelvic floor dysfunction, understand their bodies better, feel more confident about their pelvic health, that really and truly became something that I loved. And so at the end of those 12 months, I decided, I was like, hey, let me specialize. I want to get good at this thing. And so I looked into residencies and I found a residency at Loyola Medical Center in Chicago. So I relocated to Chicago I did a one-year-long residency in women's health physical therapy. That's what it was called at that time. We've now pivoted to a more um, inclusive term. So we refer to it as pelvic floor physical therapy. But I did it for one year, this residency. It, it was not easy, but I made it through. And then at the end, I took the boards. The boards is a an exam that you take to certify you to be a specialist in your field. So I passed the boards, y'all. I passed the boards. So excited about that. Shortly after, I got a position at Northwestern Hospital. And this is the number one hospital in Chicago, number seven or number eight in the country. So I got so much experience working at Northwestern. Postpartum, third and fourth degree perennial tears when you're giving birth. So sometimes when you're giving birth, the muscles around the vagina can tear. And I got a lot of experience working with that. Sexual dysfunction, vaginismus, vulvodynia. Vulvodynia is when there can be burning around the clitoris, the vaginal opening, or it could be like stinging, or it could be even itchiness around the vulva, like the labia. Vaginismus is a condition where vaginal insertion or penetration can be difficult or even impossible. Let's say that you, you've waited to have intercourse and you go to have intercourse and then nothing can get in. It's like you're hitting a brick wall. There's a lot of pain at the opening that prevents insertion. That was vaginismus. So I got so much experience treating different things at this hospital. During the time though, during this this time at the hospital, I realized that there was a lot of misinformation online about vaginal health and fitness. There was so much misinformation, people saying that you need to Kegel every day, you need to keep it tight. How many of y'all have heard that you got to keep your vagina tight and that a tight vagina isn't a right vagina? Let me tell you that that's false and that's wrong. During these these years treating pelvic floor muscle dysfunction, do you want to know the number one cause of dysfunction? Number one cause of incontinence, number one issue leading to sexual pain, number one issue leading to constipation? It was a tight pelvic floor. Now, this doesn't mean that if you put your finger in your vagina, you can't even get your finger in your vagina. That, that's not necessarily what pelvic floor muscle tightness means. Pelvic floor tightness means that your, your pelvic floor muscles are at a relaxed state. They're holding tension. That even when you let go of your vagina and your anus all the way, they're actually not able to completely let go. Pelvic floor muscle tightness is also when you can contract and squeeze, but when you let go of that contraction, there's very little movement or there is a delay in relaxation of your pelvic floor muscles. This is one of the most common contributing factors to dysfunction. It can also contribute to an inability to achieve an orgasm. If your muscles are so tight, they're also going to be fatiguing pretty quickly and one of the things that we need during sexual activity is that we need our muscles to engage and to keep engaging to help keep us aroused and then help to allow us to reach that orgasm but if the muscles are so stiff and tense They're going to be weak, and they're also going to have low muscle endurance. They're going to fatigue quicker. So that can make it more difficult to achieve that orgasm. And then even if you do achieve that orgasm, if there is either pelvic floor muscle weakness, pelvic floor muscle tightness, which is usually weak as well, or pelvic floor muscle pain, that can make the orgasm extremely unsatisfying. Where it feels like a little like a little tiny flicker like beep, 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 beep. listen i want you to have those fireworks it should feel like an explosion now every time it may not feel that way i get it right you you don't have the time to have a mind blowing sexual experience every time you're active but if you are struggling with that and you're struggling with pleasure struggling with orgasm that's actually called anorgasmia it's a medical condition as a pelvic floor physical therapist we can also help you with that we can help you with that someone should have just said amen someone should have just said hallelujah okay because many of us are going years and years not achieving pleasure not feeling satisfied in our sexual relationships there are marriages that are suffering because of sexual dysfunction and a lack of ability to connect on a sexual level and so pelvic floor physical therapy so after treating at Northwestern for a while and after seeing that there was this lack of education around our vaginal health and fitness around the pelvic floor right again people are thinking that they have to be really tight to be healthy down there that their vagina has to be tight in order to please another person meanwhile the tightness of the vagina what I found was contributing to painful intercourse. It was the cause behind constipation. It was the cause behind urinary incontinence. And this is just one type of problem. There's many other pelvic floor issues that people just don't even know about. They don't even know about them. So we're accepting these forms of suffering, these forms of dysfunction, because we don't know that someone can help us with it. And so after treating in person for about four to five years, last year, 2022, I started treating virtually. So that's what I do 100%. I treat virtually, coaching you and consulting you on ways to support your pelvic health and your sexual wellness. So that's my thing now, y'all. That's my thing. I don't have to see you in person currently. It doesn't mean that I won't ever get back to in-person, but right now I am invested into virtual care because not everyone can find a pelvic floor physical therapist where they live. Not everyone has access to go see a pelvic floor physical therapist in person. There are some people that have been through traumatic situations and they don't want to go in person to allow someone to do an internal pelvic floor exam. Or maybe you've been to a pelvic floor physical therapist before and and it didn't work. So there's an audience and there's a community out there who actually need help through virtual means. And that's what I'm doing right now. I just can't wait to continue seeing you all level up, upgrade, demand more, cancel pain and get more confident in your bodies. That's what I'm here for. That's what this podcast will be all about. I want you to know your body. I want you to love your body. I want you to learn your body and especially your vagina. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Right. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Vaginal health. Every Monday, you can come back here to this podcast to find a new episode teaching you more about vaginal health, public floor fitness, and sexual wellness. That's what we're going to be talking about. I cannot wait to get into these juicy topics. And I can't wait to hear what you want to hear me talk about. Make sure you let me know leave a review. Let me know what you think about the uh, topics so far that I've been educating on via Instagram and TikTok. Let me know what you want to hear on this podcast as well. Please subscribe to this channel, the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. I look forward to hosting episode after episode and teaching you one more thing about your body. Thank you so much for listening to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast.